So yes, you could get it in an exchange, but Sarah, you'd be like, actually, I'd rather pay this person for it because I felt a better energy exchange with them. It really makes me question their business ethics and their morals behind it, right? I'm sorry, like I'm going in deep today, right? It's like you just said, if they need what you do and you need what you do, then they're, and you, you literally don't have the cash flow right there and then to pay for their service unless they work with you then it makes sense. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ultimate Marketing with myself, uh, Danita Patney, and co-host Sarah Cox and Vish Baba. Uh, so we are bringing you another episode of Marketing Gold so that you at home in your business world can actually apply the right tips, techniques, and trends to get your business and yourself out there. So today's topic is going to be a very exciting topic. But before I get there, uh, what I want to tell you about is how to ensure that you never miss out on another episode, right guys? So make sure that you subscribe, you like, you follow, we're on all the major platforms, so Spotify, Apple, Stitcher. Um, we're also on YouTube, so give, go over to YouTube, The Ultimate Marketing Podcast, and give us a little subscribe there so that you don't miss any of these episodes. Um, so right, let's talk about this particular, um, the topic of today's uh, episode, and that is, um, the value of a barter exchange. So let me tell you what I mean by that before we open the floor. So barters and exchanges are where you exchange your business services for another. And in the marketing world, we see a lot of that being asked of marketeers. So if you're looking for, I don't know, a funnel to be built, um, and so you approach Sarah and say, Sarah, I'd love you to build a funnel. And in exchange, this is what we'd like to offer you. So uh, we're going to open the floor up as to find out what all three of us think about this particular way of exchanging business and services, whether it's a yes, whether it's a no, whether it's a sometimes. And uh, we're going to give you the why to all of those. So let's kick off. I'm going to open the floor to you guys, my fellow co-hosts. Um, what are your thoughts on any kind of exchange or bartering for marketing uh, services? In typical Dragon's Den style, I'm going to say, I'm out, I'm out, I'm gone, I'm, I'm out. out, I'm done. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sarah, I had to jump in there, get my dad jokes yeah. in. But yeah, I think there's a, I, I believe there's very firmly there's a time and place for it. Um, and also 90% of the opportunities presented to you where there's a barter, uh, it's an, it's an unfair exchange. It's not a win-win. Uh, that's just my two pence, Sarah. I'm going to hand over to you, mate. Cheers. So I think it depends. So I think it's not a definitive yes, definitive no. I think it depends where you are in your business. So are you looking for some sort of case studies and testimonials so that you can get some social proof? So you're in the early stages of business, in which case it may make more sense. But I think if you're an established business, then it only really makes sense if you really need what they're offering. So it doesn't make sense to me if they're offering you something that you don't really need, but then you're considering it because it gives you a client. 
So interesting what you said there, Sarah. So let's just go to that first scenario where you said if you're starting up in business, then it's kind of okay. But who is it okay for? Because it may be that the business owner who wants the exchange, they're the ones who are starting out, hence why they don't have the budget or they don't have the means to get what they need. But what about for the person who is um, the marketeer? Because they may not be in a startup stage. Or the the other thing is there's two startup stages and the marketeer needs the money yes. for the services. Yeah, I suppose it could go either way, yeah. couldn't it? They may need the money and therefore they can't afford to do a barter. Yeah. Um, but on the other hand, they may need the case studies and the testimonials, in which case yeah. it makes more sense. Yeah. But it's, there's an, I don't think it's a definitive yes, no in that scenario. Yeah. It's got to be, um, you've got to consider where you both are in your business and whether it makes sense for both of you. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean... And that goes back to a win-win, doesn't it? Because yeah. like you said, uh, Vish, earlier on, like it's got to be a fair exchange. Oh, yeah. And I know that Denise Duffel-Thomas in her book, um, Get Rich, Lucky Bitch. Uh, so if you if you haven't read that, definitely go and give that a read. Even for the guys, even um, for the guys out there, can the lads read even it? Even for the guys out there, even I'm for the guys out there. there. <laughs> and she specifically says in there that, you know, when, when, when you're bartering, when people ask to barter, that it, usually one party benefits more than the other. 100%. What are your yeah, thoughts? That's true. 100%. I think that's true. I think generally there's, there's generally an unequal exchange. Mm. Um, and it's usually more to the advantage of the person who's asking for oh, yeah. it mm. than the person who's providing the service. Yeah. yeah. I, I definitely think that. And I also feel... This is like rant, rant alert, rant alert. Which is the sound, sound the alarm, sound the alarm. You got Vish started today. Um, I also feel that it, it usually happens from, you know, talking about whether you're a startup or established. It usually happens from more established people who have got established businesses um, trying to work with people who are talented but starting out. Um, you know, and we may have experienced this in our in our own business startup journeys as well. You know, you know, Danita being the LinkedIn queen, Sarah, you being the automation queen, people coming up to you and going, Yeah, you guys are great at what you do. Seen some of the stuff you delivered already. We, why don't you do something for me? I'll let you come to one of my, my one day course for free if you come, you know. I yeah. like I, I think that's a bit unscrupulous. I also think it's very unfair because as a business uh, an established business owner, um, if you're you know you're making good money and you're not you down to make millions and millions of pounds, but there's a service that you, you want to in, yeah, require. require or use in your business, then pay it forward, man. Like do, do yeah. what somebody did with you, like in, invest your belief and your money and your time in that person and work with them, especially if you know they're good at what they do. Like, you know, we are, <laughs> but it's not, it's not the same people with us, but like, you know, that person is otherwise, why would you approach them in the first place? Um, I, my yeah. back goes up about it, like, you know, obviously, as you can tell, um, because I think it's quite unscrupulous. Yeah, I think I think also uh, and something that both of you touched on is this thing around whether both of you need something. And I think, uh, you know, and I, I and I won't name her because, um, you know, it's a it's a confidential agreement that the two of us put together. But I wanted to I actually wanted to get some advice and training on um, how to get paid to speak. Oh, wow. And this lady, she actually wanted LinkedIn training. Now, we didn't actually go, oh, I, like, I didn't say to her, oh, by the way, can you teach me this? And then I'll let you come to this. It was only when 
she knew what I wanted and I knew what she wanted outside of even doing the deal that we were both like, well, why don't we just do this then? And we were both in agreement because both of us were getting what we wanted out of it. So I was, I got time with her. She's coming on my three day uh, uh, LinkedIn marketing course. So there was a, an actual exchange of value, time and energy. Yeah. Uh, and energy, I think, is something I want to talk to you guys about. So those, that exchange happened, but it happened organically. It wasn't an intentional, I'm going to speak to her because I want to see whether she needs LinkedIn yeah. training or I'm going to assume that she needs my training and offer it when actually the exchange isn't the same. Yeah, mm. yeah it's not like me going up to you thought. going, yeah, Denise is a LinkedIn queen. I should be friends with her. I should talk to her because I want to get LinkedIn or, you know, go out to Sarah and go, yeah, I want to be friends with Sarah because she's like the, the bomb at, like, you know, lead magnet design, funnel design and automations. Like, you know, I could use that. I I, I also, maybe because I've been burnt, like, you know, working with people in the early stages uh, and that's formed the person that I am right now. But I just think that they, yeah, it's really opportunistic and it's like they, 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 they target almost people, you know, and I don't like that targeting. And as soon as I feel that that's happening, I just walk away. Mm. I just don't have time for it oh. because it's not a win-win. Uh, but if, like, like you said, if somebody does come up and go, actually, Vish, um, I'd like to work with you. And I go, oh, hang on, what do you do? Oh, dude, I need a bit of that. Like, how can I work with you? And they're like, well, why don't we just do it? Like, it was so natural like that. Then, yeah, it makes sense, yeah. right? Then it's a, it is a win-win. It's not a, it's not a one-sided win and a, and a perceived win for somebody else, which is what usually happens. But so what are the pros? Yeah. What are the pros of doing it? You said it, right? What are the pros? What do you think, Seth? Yeah. I think one pro is if it's like you just said, if they need what you do and you need what they do, then they're and you you literally don't have the cash flow right there and then to pay for their service unless they work with you, then it makes sense. Hmm. Um it could a pro could also be it does give you if you need it the opportunity to get some a case study yeah. a test uh, testimonial, a testimonial yeah. um, which you can then use in your marketing so as, yeah. as we know as marketers that's really important to have that um, but again you're doing it because you there's a, there's a value to you of yeah. doing it as a person providing the service and the testimonial bit is quite interesting isn't it Sarah because. I think that that's almost like, uh, and I remember one of my mentors doing this right at the beginning of his, um, you know, uh, speaking uh, career. And he was like, he'd go up to some really fabulous speakers and say, look, I will train you or coach you for a day or whatever. I don't want anything returned other than a testimonial. Mm. So it wasn't a, I w I'm going to give you this without you even asking for it because mm. I want your paid service. It was, I want a testimonial. And yeah. I think that's a real, you know, that for me makes more, it, again, it's, it shows that, look, I'm giving you all of this value and I do want something that's important to me, but it's not, I'm not taking advantage of your service. That's the key. Yeah, but, I think that's the key. Like someone not taking advantage I mean, of you yeah. and your good nature. Then one could almost argue that that becomes in the favor of the person who's receiving uh, the, the the service for free, right? Um, but as long as they haven't instigated, like you know, if somebody came up to me and said, "Listen, dude, you're you know, you build kick-ass funnels. Build me a funnel, and I'll give you a testimonial." I'll be like, "Really? Like it doesn't work that way." Like, but if I, you know, and I, and I have done this with people where I've been like, "Actually, I fully believe in what you're doing." Uh, you know, I also know that you could do with 
a, a bit of a hand right now. You're in startup, but you know, I, I'm a hundred percent confidence in you, right? And I have the belief that you will do really well. And if I help you, can you give me a testimonial? Like, can you back what I do? And they've been chuffed and they have gone on to do like amazing things, right? And it's worked out for me because I've got the testimonial and, you know, they're good friends now. They're like, and they still remember it. They're like, remember back then. And there's people that don't remember it, but there are definitely more people that do remember it. It's the ones yeah. that- but I think it is also that thing, Vish, isn't it? It's like, rather than you saying, oh, I'll build, you know, like, oh, if you, yeah. like, if you build me a funnel, I'll give you a testimonial. Yeah. That's not the no. right way. The no. right way is, hey, I'll build you a yeah. funnel if you give me a testimonial. Because yeah. the person who's asking for the testimonial sees so much value yeah. in that testimonial because they know that having that endorse, it's like endorsements, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah. You know, um, celebrity endorsements or whatever <laughs> it is, it will help that brand get more customers, et cetera, et cetera. So, that kind of an exchange, even though unequal in some people's yes. eyes, because like Vish, you might be fit, you know, you, you're you, the, the amount of time, energy and money it takes you to build a funnel. Yeah. And also the ROI they will get from having a funnel built by you because their conversions will be better. Their sales will be yeah. better. So they're going to make actual money from it. Yes. However, that testimonial that says, hey, Vish built me a funnel and it's you know, it's generated £250,000 in revenue for me, that um, endorsement and um, credibility and testimonial yeah. is going to help you get more customers. Yeah. That's key. That but, but, key. But, yeah, absolutely. And and the way that I look at it now is like, yeah, initially I did, I did do that, right? You know, initially I did build funnels for people. The large majority of them remember and will, you know, will tip their hat towards me and give me that nod and, you know, they'll always push clients back towards me. But there's also a, a fair amount of them that don't, you know, that, that mm. have given the testimony and have walked away. And that's okay because that's, you know, that's what I signed up for. I've just, it's taken me years to realize that. That's just the way it is. Yeah. But, you know, it's now like where we are, like as a business, I'd rather, I'd rather do a joint venture with somebody than give them a, like, like mm. a button. This is, this is obviously something we were mentioned in the, in the pre-show stuff, right? Like JVs, like that's a much better proposition for an established business yes. owner, right? Yeah. Like, what are your thoughts yeah, on it? Like, what would yeah. you do? Because I, I, you know, again, as opposed to like bartering, I've actually been approached by people now, and rather than just go, yeah, we, we do like a fair exchange, give you some of my service, give me some of yours. They're like, well, if you believe in it so much, why don't you just joint venture with us? And I'm like, yeah, it, it doesn't work when you suggest it because you know it, it. Then it feels like you've only spoken to me because you wanted a JV, like you know, yeah. um, and it, it it really makes me question their business ethics and their morals behind it, right? I'm sorry, like I'm yeah. going in deep today, right? But that's what it does. I'm like, what kind of person are you? I just ask for a, a JV off the bat. Have you not got the money? Do you not believe in yourself? <laughs> sorry, guys, on to you. What, what are your thoughts? Yeah. I mean, I'd much rather do a JV. And then, because then it definitely is equal, isn't yeah. it? You're like agreeing up front how it's going to work. You're helping each other. Um, but usually with JVs, there's still, there's quite often money involved, isn't there? And I think it works much better if you're going to do a JV, but you pay each other, depending on what the, what the setup of the JV is. Um, but I think in terms of exchanges, it works much better if you say, okay, we're going to exchange, but let's pay each other for our respective thing. Yeah. Because then you're actually exchanging money. And I know you're going to come on to energy D, but from an energetic point of view, that's what we've learned, isn't it? That energetically it's much better if there's an exchange yeah of money because it shows that you're not willing to work for free then yeah it shows that you're willing to pay someone for their services and you're willing to be paid for your services 
Yeah. And it is that question, isn't it? It's a question of um, like both having skin in the game. Yeah. But also I think there is that element of respect yeah. uh, for each other's services. Like, you know, why, why would you, and especially if you are an established business where you know that if you'd gone to one particular company, there was not even going to be a chance of them doing it for free or doing it for an exchange. So that they, they, they would they would definitely one hundred percent ask you to pay, you know, their their fees, their services, their retainers. But you you go, oh, let me just give it a go with this person because, you know, I and and I and, and I think for me the biggest thing is assuming that the person opposite you needs your services. Like that assumption is so terrible because it's just like, I mean, you you've spoken to me about the I can I know. You've approached me because you need my services. Yeah. At no point did I approach you at all, but you're offering it like it is going to be a better deal for me if I go into yeah. this exchange. And I think that's, that's where I, where I start to question the credibility. And for me, that is a big thing because I just go, "Ooh, why have they all of a sudden, you know?" Because if because there's two things either what they say they do and how much money they have and how successful they are they're not which is absolutely fine because you know i'm very honest about you know where i am in my business um or they think that you're an easy target and that is the other thing that uh, that then i come to question I'm like mm. whereas with a joint venture like you said sarah i think it's a fair exchange like mm. you know um if like for example if you've got an, an email list that i can't get to you offer them a different service and there's a lot of strategic partnerships happening like that where you know um you offer coaches and consult consultants automation email marketing all of that kind of yeah. stuff so therefore for and lead magnet so therefore sarah if you've got a list that I can then offer LinkedIn to, first of all, it's complimentary because we're both doing different yeah. things. Yeah. And then we do a 50-50. So anybody that buys off your list, I'm getting value because I'm getting them on my list. If they buy from me, I'm getting them as a customer. So I'm going to give you 50%. That makes it way more fair. Mm. And also we respect the fact, I'm respecting the fact that you've got a list that I don't have. Yeah. Yes. So there is value in oh, 100%. that. Oh, hundred percent. It's a great, it's a great tool to grow as well, though, isn't it? Right. It's a great tool to grow your business, like, and your audience and your reach. Just doing stuff like that, you know, borrowing other people's audiences is stuff that we all talk about, right? You know, yeah. like a lot, mm. whether it be on LinkedIn, whether it be through an email list or through a funnel you're sending traffic into, like, it definitely works. So yeah, I'd, I'd fully yeah. agree with you on that. Um, it's just the it's just the unequal ones that you got to work, you know, watch out for. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. like, if you were going to give it like a, um like a framework like where you know what what falls into the realm of joint venture and what falls into the realm of bartering because that's really like that, that's the thing like how do you i know obviously you know case by case but if we were to split it like how would you split a barter and a joint venture like for me a barter is yeah i think there's a in my world and it might be the same as your world i think there's a number of things so there's like the email joint yeah. venture which i just spoke about so that's where you know i I, I ask you if you'll if you'll sell my services to your list, and a lot of that happens when you start to have credibility, or when you can do it as a joint. Yeah. Mm. So let's say you and I, Vish. Let's say if we've both got the same amount of people on our email yeah. list, but obviously they've come to us from different places, yeah. from different um, 
areas, then I'll say, right, Vish, you promote something on mine, and the three months down the line, I'll promote yours. But we'll both go both go fifty fifty yeah. on the on the on the uh, revenue made. Then obviously, there's a world of speaking. So when you speak at somebody's event for free, they're the ones that have paid the event um, fees. They've filled the yeah. room. They've done. They've taken on the cost of the marketing to fill that the production. Room. So the team that like so much there, there right? Yeah. yeah. So they've done all of that, but they're obviously bringing you on because they want to have give value yeah. to their audience. So if you get to pitch from stage, then that's usually a 50-50. Sometimes it's a 50-50 of front end and back end. Um, you know, I'm, I've got a partnership now that I've put together where I'll be doing webinars to a particular group and they're going to take front end and back end. But yeah. I'm okay because for me... 50% of something is better than 0%, uh, 100% nothing, of nothing. Yeah, right? yeah 100%. So those are, the, those are the kind of bar joint venture yeah. things that I know about. Yeah. Um, and then the other one is strategic partnerships where I can go to somebody and say, hey, look, you're doing this. So let's say I went to John Pemberthy who does webinars and I said to him, hey, look, I've got this whole LinkedIn webinar strategy now of how to promote your webinars on LinkedIn using DMs. Let's. Can I speak to your audience? And for every bit of um, information, for every customer I get, I give you fifty yeah. percent. That yeah. works as well. And I think it's 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 also like for me, it feels like it's like a like a time uh, like a time uh, line as well, essentially, right? So when you're earlier on in business and you haven't got an established list, you haven't got established authority or brand recognition within the marketplace or your niche, then you have to do things for. Uh, um for testimonials right because yeah, it's 100%. yeah it's 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 important um so but then also when when you are more established you can do more joint ventures so it's like you know yeah you have to do you have to do the barter at the start but then you can if you leverage it properly go on to to mm -hmm. actually you know leverage into better trades for yourself where you are venturing with people you're doing stuff together like we do like we're you know we're all we all work together. There's a bit of overlap within, you know, what we, you know, Sarah and I do specifically. Um, but there's also overlap in our audiences, D, because we used to run our own events together, you know. So, yeah, that's right. Like, but we all work well together. We all have, you know, a client base that we can all refer to each other, and we do, and it works really, really well um, because we yeah. don't step on any, anybody else's toes. We all understand what each other does. Does, um, yeah. And, mm. you know, it just works. And, that, and we're doing it to support each yeah. other, to help each other, aren't yeah. we? Like it's a, ne never did we go into it. I think, oh, yeah, Sarah, I'm going to give you a customer, give me 50% of what you're doing. But, you know, but it's like, actually, I, I'm not the best at this. Sarah is the best at this. Sarah needs to handle it. Um, and when I talk to yeah. a customer and I say that to them, it just gives me way more authority. Like, what, you don't want to take my money straight away? No, I don't, because Sarah can do a yeah. way better job. Because I also have the trust that Sarah, at, at the end of it, will go, actually, Vish is better at this. Let's either the same customer or another customer. It's all, we'll yeah, it of course, man, yeah. it all works. It all works, right? And I think that's where the energy comes in, doesn't it, guys? Because mm. there is uh, sometimes, you know, like especially with the whole thing about referral fees, yes. Like I don't always take a referral fee when I'm recommending somebody. I'll be like, no, no, no. Just what you know. If you offer a referral fee, rather than offer it the fee to me, why don't you just give them that discount? For example, that would be better because then it's again a win-win situation because the person who I've recommended is winning, and the two of us are yeah. winning because of how we come across to the individual. You know, that person that we've recommended, they're going to think, oh my god, that's brilliant because I got introduced by D. Sarah gave a hundred fifty pound yeah. discount. And because um, and and 
I love the fact that Sarah's given me a discount from her normal fees. So I think there's that, then it feels more energetically right mm. as well, because they're still having to put skin in the game. So they're still having to put money in. And also they're getting, because it's a, because none of us have had to, or maybe one of us have had, have spent money on marketing. We've managed to get this person on board. Mm. But like you said, we're not the right, we're not the best person for them. Let's move them on. So I think there is that energy exchange where I go, no, don't worry, because I know universally it's going to come back to yeah, me. Sure. You yeah. know, like at some point, at some level, something's going to come back to me because hopefully there's a higher being up there looking down and going, ah, she's done something really nice. Yep. <laughs> that reminds me of like the law of reciprocity. That's yes, that's right. Yeah. Laws, isn't it? Yeah, so like if you help someone, then yeah. they feel that they need to help you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's actually Michael Cialdini who oh, wrote... Robert. 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 Robert, yeah, Robert. Michael, Michael. <laughs> Robert Cialdini, yeah, the um, yeah. psychology of influence. That's, That's the yeah. one, yeah. Not and uh, yeah, and it's so true. It is that whole thing. It's just, and they don't do it because they feel that they have to. They want yeah. to. I think that's yeah. the other who's, thing. Uh, who's yeah. Michael? Why is he on your mind? Oi, oi. I don't know. I yeah, what is oh, you thinking about Michael, are you? Mm, okay. He's going <laughs> to make an announcement soon, guys. He's going to make an announcement, I'm telling you. We had a Stephen, we had a Michael, <laughs> and then we eventually landed on a Robert. <laughs> Absolutely, right. But yeah, got to give him credit yeah. because he came up he with did, it. He did, yeah, he came up with it. And, and, and it, it really, like, for me, like, in, in, in terms of, um where you are like how okay we've we've spoken about it there's pros there's cons i get that how do you deal with somebody who comes up to you like because it's quite offensive sometimes right the way they ask for it well they because especially when they're like you know trying to pull the wool over your eyes as it were and like you know they're trying to be a bit suave about it and they're like you know and look the reason why we're doing this episode is because of off the back of you know one of one of us three stooges being approached to do a barter and we kind of had a bit of a rant about it on our on our weekly um strap meeting so um th this is why the episodes come off the back of it but then how did you deal with that like, how do we deal with it because that was the crux of the conversation wasn't it like how do how do yeah, i deal with I think, it it wasn't me by the i way. think there's a there's, i think thing. there's a little bit i think there's a little bit before that though and i think it i think before we even go to how do we deal with it i think let's have a discussion about when is it you know what what is the wrong way to ask for a barter because we've already said like you know that there isn't anything there isn't a definitive no don't do it or a de definitive yes that's the that's the best thing to do there is a like when is it the right because we talked about whether uh, whether you know what what the pros are of it but then how is the best way to approach somebody and how is not the right way mm. to approach somebody so for me and this is based on personal experience yeah. is not to go into a conversation giving the impression that this is going to be a a, a professional and um you know uh, independent business exchange i.e i'm going to phone sarah up and say to sarah i need your services can i find out and i and i get her to tell me everything about the services the pricing and everything and then I ask for the barter. Yeah. I think being transparent up front yeah. and first seeing if that's even on the cards, because I think it's important. We mentioned it earlier, didn't we? We said it's important to know whether the person even needs your services. Yeah. So, uh, so what, yeah, what's the right way to ask for a barter? Sarah? So the right way, I think, like you said, be upfront about it. So I think you need to say at the beginning of the conversation, look, 
I, th I think I need your services. I'm really keen to hear about them, but I have a cash flow problem right now, which means that I'm challenged in terms of being able to pay for it. And I'd like to explore um, whether you um, have a need for what I do. And if, if yes, then let's continue the conversation. And if no, then let's not, because I actually can't afford to pay you. Yeah. And then you're going into the conversation. It's open. It's honest. You know up front what the score is. And you can decide whether or not that person's service is something you want. Because yeah. if you don't want their service, you don't need their service, there's almost no point in having – well, there is no point in having the conversation. Especially if they're not going to engage at all. Yeah. So if they're only going to do it if you do this exchange, if you don't actually need what they do, there's no point in having that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because you're going to get to the end, tell the price, they're going to say they can't afford it or whatever, and then you're like, well, okay, we can't move forward then. Mm. What do you think, Vish? That's a really good question. Because instinctively, I'll be like, the best way to, you know, ask for a barter is just not to ask for one. Um, and let it let it, <laughs> let it it become organically. Like, it just needs to come from a, like, you know, I found out what you do. I actually need what you need as well. Listen, we're having a conversation about it. Your, our services are roughly the same sort of price. Why don't we just exchange it? Like, you know, it's going to it's going to cost us the same. There's no point like just exchanging money for the, for the sake of exchanging money. Um, but then I also believe yeah, in sometimes you've just got to say like, you know, especially if a barter conversation comes up, goes actually, no, I'd rather just pay you for your service. And when I need, cause I, it's happened to me like the, you know, um, and we're going to try and get him on the podcast as well. The guy who designed my first um, logo for me um, like over 20 years ago, and it's still going strong. Uh, for one of my brands um you know i had the conversation with him it was like you know can we exchange um and he was like no i'd rather just you know you pay me and i'll pay you for when i use your services and you know within six months he, he used my services i actually charged him more than he charged me you know so i ended up making mm. more money on the back end of it um but it was a fair exchange because he got what he wanted i got what he wanted uh, what i wanted and it was fair so yeah i, I would i would say don't ask let it become organic uh, and then if you do ask and you want to say, I kind of like jump the gun ahead of it, just kind of just say, no, I'd rather pay for your service. Yeah, I think I'm kind of in the middle of both. I, I agree with both. And that, and I think there's a middle way as well. Cool. On top this is of good. That. This so, is why we've got like three different goes. opinions. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Go on. Exactly. That's why we do this podcast. Um, so I think that, um, like you said, Sarah, I think to be upfront, one of the reasons you're asking for a butter might not be a cash reason. It may just be, because you think it's a great way of working. Yeah. So I think that engage with the person if you want their services regardless, because you know that the best person to give it to you, that takes away the thing around them feeling like, um, you know, oh, I'm going to go for this person because they're an easy target. They're probably likely to say yes, because they're not as big as person B. Mm. So go to the person. If person B is a bigger, more credible, more you know, person that you want to actually go for, even go to that person, but go with the intention that I will ask for a, an exchange if there organically seems a reason to, but if there isn't, then I'm still going to engage yeah. with that person because mm. I know I want their sense. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I think that's the time to get into these partnership conversations because it may be that there is room for a partnership, not necessarily a, a barter exchange. Yeah. So it could be that, okay, look, I'm just wondering, is there any way that we can, you know, par partner on this? Is there any way that we can do an exchange on this? And then we've got an open discussion yeah. about what would suit them. So it could be that, okay, I tell you what, 
um, if you build me a funnel, Vish, um, I will send your, you know, if you want to get out to more people, I've got an email list of 10,000 people. You've got an email list of two. How about I um, send it out to my people? Yeah. And for, you know, for the first, let's say if you've charged me 5K, I'll say, right, for the first 5K's worth of business, we won't split that. Yeah. That mm. goes directly to you. And then anything after that is a 50 50 split. I think that's really fair as well, by the way. When, when are we so, doing it? <laughs> so i think that way you know if if there isn't but if then then if there isn't room for a partnership you know if he doesn't have a list of ten thousand and i his list is the same as mine and i don't need a funnel i'll go hey vish listen i don't need a funnel right now uh and it's just not a priority for me so then but then he says, oh, no, that, that's no problem. I just thought if there was, we could also look at that. Yeah. But look, I really, I still want to engage in your services, so let's go ahead and do, do it anyway. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's fair. I think, mm. you know, when you go into it, pretending that you want their services, and then yeah. at the end of it, you go, actually, I can't do it at all. Yeah. Or, or, sorry, if you don't give me this, I'm not going to give yeah. you this. Or, you know, I'm not going to take on your happens. services. I think that's just, that's bad business. I don't necessarily mean... It's um, dis- discredible. I don't think that's a word, by the way, but I just made it up. Because um, I think people just don't always know the best way to do it. But I think it's just bad business. I think it make- doesn't make you look good. It doesn't make the other person feel very great, which goes back to energy. Um, and also, that's the other thing, isn't it? You might want their services, but they might not be the right person Absolutely. for you. Yeah. So yes, you could get it in an exchange, but Sarah, you'd be like, actually, I'd rather pay this person for it because yeah. I yeah. felt a better energy exchange with them. Yeah, I suppose that's all you just triggered a thought in my head. It's like, would we ask for barters? And I don't think I would. I've never asked for a barter ever. No. If I, I mean, so it's kind of like you also want the same values, yeah. don't you? You want the people you're working with to have the same values as you. So I have never gone to someone and said, can we can we barter this? I've gone to them with the intention of I think it's like what you said I've gone to them with the intention of working with them and then we've got into an exploratory conversation because it's transpired that you need what each other does yeah so I think that I think you're right that does work a, a lot better when it's like organic and there's like an element of trust yeah. trust that's yeah, been built absolutely up. but my gosh go I've, I, I have I've asked for loads of bars at the start because I needed testimonials you know, uh, yeah. and it made sense to me that at the time. Sense. But would I do it now? Mm. No, no, not as much. Unless, unless I offer it, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not open to barters. Uh, it will be a joint venture. <laughs> think, and it needs to, it needs to work for me, right? Um, yeah. Because, and I, and I think the testimonial bit, Vish. I think just for anyone who's listening, I think there's a way to ask for testimonials oh, yeah. unless you're completely starting out by offering them a beta phased price yeah yes that, and i think that, that could be a well for a testimony yeah that works that works especially if you've got like a fixed cost um associated with the service or like an external cost or whatever it is like an agency fee like you know whatever it is like yeah it will, it will help you and go look i'll give you like i'll give you a deal i'm i, mean, I won't make any money out of it but i really could do with a testimonial and there's a, there's a way to ask for it as well but then also you know whether or not you have a fixed cost and you want to get a beta deal in there or not like there is a way to go and approach somebody like, you know, just, you know, yeah. um, how you approach them is really important, you know, create value for them, show them that you understand what they do, you know, reach out to them, 
create yeah do your research yeah your due diligence 100 percent. you know just understand yeah. them totally understand what they're doing what they're trying to achieve and go listen i've yeah. got something that i think would really benefit you um and what's in it for me is that i'd really like to work with you and get a testimonial from you because i'm just starting yeah. out but i've noticed that you could do with this or you've got this and i, could, I think i could help you improve it um, I'd really like to entertain having a conversation with you and just learn your thoughts on that. Not like I'd really yeah. like to start working with you straight away. Like, you know, just always put yeah. the power and the decision-making capability in their hand. But I think that's a, yeah. that's a, another podcast. Episode, it's right? another, right. yes, which brings us to the end of this episode. Oh my gosh. What an amazing, again, You've done so much, as always, right? me, the three of us, we just have so many thoughts in our head, don't we? That we could part with all of you listeners out there. So listeners, viewers whatever wherever you're seeing us and wherever you're catching this podcast uh the M ultimate marketing podcast um please make sure you give us a follow a like a, co a comment comment on some of your thoughts yeah. what are your thoughts on the whole bartering have you done it what's worked for you what hasn't worked yeah. for you um take some of the tips that we've talked about in terms of how you would approach a barter um and obviously share it with your friends but um for now uh, from myself from Sarah and from Vish. Uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next episode of the Ultimate Marketing Podcast. Bye. Ciao for now. Cheers. Bye for now.